Welcome. We thank you for listening with us today. We ask that you please stow away and secure all important items. There are no emergency exits. So, just sit back, relax, fasten your earbuds, and enjoy. I gotta tell everybody as I buckle up here, um, Travis Scott, I went to a concert recently, Travis Scott, not that good. I don't know why everybody likes this guy. I mean, his interactions between songs was pretty terrible. Um, his pitch is not great, his tone is eh, and the, the music is just whatever to me. You know, honestly, when I went to go see him, he was the headliner, and I was more excited about everybody else in front of him. But, oh well, it's just one guy's opinion, right? I'm going to buckle up. Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Funny to Informing with your dorky dynamic duo, John and Dick. And now, without further delay, your host, John Hannon. All right, yield, 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 yield. Welcome to another episode of Funny to Informing. My name is John. This is episode 32, and the intro track is brought to you by www.bensound.com. Uh, it's just me today. We got a lot of good stuff planned, but, um, you know, uh, Dick's not here, and uh, it's just a whole lot of uh, scheduling issues and, um, you know, trying to line up certain things. So, um, you know, I feel like this show is going to be going through. A little bit of a change, kind of like it's going through puberty or something, you know. So you might, uh, you might want to see, you might see a little bit of a change of how the show works and production and all that. Um, but you know, I'm I'm excited anyway, regardless. You know, the show must go on, right? And uh, you know, today uh, I kind of wanted to get into a little bit of, of my week. It was a really interesting week, and um, you know, I thought I would spend segment one talking about that. And then uh, segment two, I'm going to do Digi Hears and uh, get, get some current news out there. And then after that, I have a cousin of mine coming in for the final segment. He, um, he just got back from South Korea. He was uh, teaching over there um, for, it was supposed to be like one or two years. And then it snowballed, majorly snowballed. And then he was there for seven. So... Um, you know, so he's finally back in the States, and um, I wanted to talk about his experience over there, um, maybe some intensity with North Korea or what the culture's like exactly, and, uh, you know, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to talk to him whenever he uh, he gets over here. Um, but, yeah, so uh, the show is going to be going through um, a bunch of changes. I've, uh, I've been doing okay, but we've been missing um, our Monday shows, and... Uh, you know, hopefully that that's not going to be the case anymore and that we'll, uh, we'll be able to keep up with that consistent schedule. And, um, you know, if this is the first time that you're listening to this show, uh, welcome. Thank you. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's a comedy-based podcast, a lot of dude humor and bro stuff going on. But, um, you know, thank you for listening. And I hope that um, everybody who is is uh, doing well as they're listening to this, whatever you may be doing. Uh, but, okay, so my week, you guys, was quite the eventful one. I, um, 
you know, I'll start off by saying I've been looking forward to the week for a long time because um, pretty much like the whole month of September I was working, you know, over three weeks in a row, 20 something days every day. And uh, so I was really looking forward to this weekend. And, um, you know, so I had a three days off in a row and, you know, um, and it was so much fun. We I, I went to Halloween Horror Nights one night. Then I went over to 1K Away Studio. If anybody's familiar with Ken and Coco and 1K Away, it's a comedy-based podcast here in Florida. Very funny. Um, we almost set fire, I think, to his whole house. Um, if you have, you, have, you have to listen to that episode. I think it's their most recent one that's out right now. It's um, it's absolutely hilarious. We uh, you know, and then we dive into some other topics or whatever. But um, they're they're thinking about having me on once a month now. And um, it kind of reminded me of uh, Norm from Cheers. Um, I get to just be a regular that, uh, you know, walks in there in my drunken stupor and, you know, have have some fun with them. And I'm excited for um, that planning. But um, so I went to the 1K Away studio, Halloween Horror Nights. And then after that, I went to there was a concert at the Central Florida Fairgrounds in Orlando. Um, It was called Rare. Uh, and uh, that was so much fun. I got to tell you guys, there was uh, some really good talent. There was two stages. So it was like Lil Pump, uh, Lil Dicky, Travis Scott, uh, DJ Carnage, among others. And um, it was such a good time. And that was like my first real music festival. I've gone to concerts, but I've never gone to a music festival such as this one where there were rides. You could just get on a ride and you know, in between sets, you know, and you could you could change the stages. And it was like a little amusement park where everybody was just walking around doing whatever they wanted, having a great time. And, uh, you know, like the law enforcement wasn't up anybody's ass. They were there literally just to protect um, people in case anything, you know, went sour on us. And uh, it was it was such a great time, such a great time. Everybody was so nice. And, um, you know, you could bump somebody and it's like, oh, excuse me. No, 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 no. Excuse me. No, excuse me. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Everybody's so over the top polite, so I, I really like that. But uh, you know, so I went to Rare also, and then after that, uh, if anybody's familiar with the News Junkie, uh, Sean Watson on 104.1 uh, from 11 to 3, they had a radio event out on Sunday in Daytona Beach. Uh, racing like little miniature soapbox cars and you know that was such a great time Um, everybody over there was you know beautiful sloppy drunk um, happy amazing wonderful people it was uh, it it was a really great time and um, you know I uh, over there I got to sit with um, you know I got to meet some great people you know I'll just say that for right now because I'll get into everything but uh and then after that, did I do anything after that? No, oh, no. The only other thing I did after that was lose my job, which I also will get into a little bit. I uh, Yeah, I decided to take some time off after working so many days in a row, and I will explain that a little bit better. But it seemed like they were firing me because I took those days off, which I am, you know, not a slave laborer. I, you know, I mean, I get, I get, I deserve days off, you know, and, um, but I'll explain that also. Um, but first things first, Halloween Horror Nights, I know I'm going to be going more, more and more often, you know, the rest of this month, but it was so much fun. We only went for probably like four hours and, um, 
we ended up being able to do everything. Uh, well, not everything, but we, you know, we got like four haunted houses in. Uh, we did like two or three of the old older rides, Men in Black, The Mummy, you know, what have you. And then, you know, and, and we still had time in those four hours because none of the like the lines were extremely long or anything. And if they were long, we just kind of skipped it because we knew we were going to be going back. Um, and I say we, uh, me and baby, uh, you know, we're we're going to be going together all month. But uh, so, yeah, and we got some cool drinks, uh, some nice light up gear. And um, we got to see some people stumbling around and uh, have, having their own good time. And the scare zones, you know, those are just as awesome. You, you know, you can just sit down and have a beer somewhere and, you know, just watch everybody get scared, run for their lives, fall down. And then uh, the scarers go crazy on them. So that that was so cool. But yeah, and I felt like we actually did do a lot in just that little bit of time. Um, so that's, I think that's why also it was so much fun. Cause I wasn't like forcing anything, but you know, a lot of, a lot of fun things were coming up and then, um, you know, and you get to meet other people too, you know, cause everybody's just so open to meeting there. And, you know, after, after a few jello shots and when your tongue's green or red or blue, suddenly, you know, who's, uh, who's feeling froggy. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was a blast and we're definitely going to have to go back. And, you know, that was a, a good start you know, to, to my days off and, you know, trying to, uh, relax a little bit from work and, you know, trying not to burn myself out because I feel like burning, uh, burning out is a very real thing. You know, if you work too much or whatever, uh, you'll burn yourself out to the point where, you know, um, you'll, you'll start to like shake and get cold, um, you know, randomly when it's even hot outside. And, um, you know, that's like one of like the physical symptoms, but then it's also mental. It's like you go to work and if you're there every single day, suddenly like the, those regular hours you work, you, you suddenly want to go home like three hours earlier or four hours earlier because you're just uh, like you've just been doing it for so long every single day. And, you, and, you know, you you don't get a well, we I never got a break there. So it was like it was just really um a lot on on me. And I felt like I was getting close to getting burnt out. So it was a good start to the weekend, and then uh, and then I went over to the One KOA studio. Me and Baby, Baby got a great video, and if you haven't seen it, um, you got to go to YouTube. I would assume it's like a little thirty second thing of us um, burning some brush from the hurricane. They they put some in a pile and you know set fire to it. And Ken wanted uh, Ken Ken wanted me to. Um, to set the flame, but I felt like I had a little bit more hair to lose than him. And if you know Ken, he's completely bald. So I was just like, why don't, why don't you do it? And I'll be back here narrating a little bit. But that was such a good time. Such a good time. So definitely make sure you guys check it out. 1K away. You could just type them in on Google and it's going to pop up like for everything. They're like the first like seven to 10 pages. And, uh, so that was a super blast. Got to have, um, some of the beer in the beer fridge. Um, you know, be, be, be my drunken stupor self. And, uh, yeah. And I can't wait to go back. Cause I guess I'm going to start to be a little regular. I'm going to be their norm from cheers. Yeah. So I can't wait. Uh, shout out to you guys. And then, um, you know, at some point you guys will have to come over here and, you know, hang out with me a little bit on the studio patio. And, uh, after that, I ended up going to rare, which, um, which was a crazy awesome time. And, uh, to me, um, if you ask me what my favorite part was, um, I have to say it was easily a uh, little dicky. The guy is extremely entertaining. 
and uh, you know he's funny. He he keeps it going, um, you know. And uh, he he's it's just it was natural for him to be up there, and I was uh, I was really enthralled with him. <laughs> so that's that's little dicky coming out onto the stage but uh yeah and he he you know had a couple of layers of clothes on and then slowly as the show developed probably about an hour in he's starting to lose his top layers and you know he's telling you at some point he's going to take his pants off and then he does that and does a little lap dance onto a girl that he got up from the crowd it was so much fun he was awesome and then uh you know, and the other part that was a uh, <clears throat> excuse me, but the other the other part to me that was really awesome was um, DJ Carnage. I don't make it a habit to see DJs, um, but that's where my girl baby's interests are musically. So I decided to go check it out, and um, you can really see it concretely for yourself when you're there. Like the the good DJs from the bad DJs. There's there's just like the timing with um, getting the crowd hyped, you know, the build up. There's there's like really, really, um, uh, I guess, like specific timing you have to have to make it work to get everybody hyped, you know. And um, and he has a really uh, DJ Carnage. I'm still talking about. He has a really great um, stage presence. And I'm going to play a clip for you guys and tell me if there's any relation or if you guys notice anything about his um the way he operates getting the crowd into it. Nothing too bad yet. Okay, so right here. Right here. If you guys want one more song, let me hear say, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, motherfucking yeah. And what did that okay, so does that sound familiar to anybody at all? Um, you know, and it's extremely hyped, and I don't think he's exactly ripping it, but um, I'm thinking he has an inspiration somewhere. And um, if you're familiar with wrestling, then you will definitely know what I'm talking about. And that, if you're not familiar with that voice, is Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I was hearing DJ Carnage do this, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, motherfucking, yeah. And then I'm thinking, wow, that's almost like identical, not, not the same, not ripping it again, but that's very, very similar to Stone Cold Steve Austin getting the crowd from the WWE or WWF uh, amped up. By saying, give me a hell yeah. They say hell yeah. He says, no, give me a hell yeah. And then they, you know, deliver with a little bit louder of a hell yeah. And I kind of uh, saw the similarities there. But you know what? DJ Carnage got me hyped. He did a great job doing his set. His music was on point. His timing was perfect. And everything sounded really, really smooth. And I've heard other DJs before. And you can see pretty much personally, you know, once you're there, the the experience 
difference and the talent difference. And, um, you know, so he, it's definitely a true passion of his. And he looked like he had a lot of fun up there. And if you're not familiar with DJ Carnage, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. So, you know, he was moving around a little bit, too. So that was really cool to see. And, um, you know, so it was a great first experience for me. And uh, that was uh, truly a wonderful time. And then on Sunday, I went to the Pinewood Derby. It was hosted by the news junkie, um, Sean Wasson, Sabrina, C-Lane. They uh, sent out these little kits for little mini soapbox cars. People put teams together. They raced them. They were trying to win prizes. I just went to watch and interact with some of the people. And uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Everybody was a mess, but everybody was so nice. And um, it was a little tight quarters because we were supposed to be on the beach. And we ended up in the parking lot of some bar or restaurant, whatever. And uh, it was still still a fun time. And we all made the most of it. That's for sure. I got some really great photos. Um, You know, I'll put those up in Funny Informative. I know they're already on my personal Facebook page, but I'll get them out there a little bit more. yeah, and I and I got to interact with some awesome people. I, I um, if anybody's familiar with Millionaire Murder, I got to sit down with uh, some of the Kane family members, and they are just some of the most wonderful people. I mean, inside and out, they you know they really really go over the top with um you know being kind to others, and um, you know they were they were open. That was the first time I had met them, and they were really open to meeting me, and. Um, you know, we were talking about the podcast that Sean throws together, The Millionaire Murder. If you're not familiar with it, that's an easy one to get onto, especially if you like true crime. True crime, crime. Um, it's uh, millionairemurder.com, and uh, you can look up Millionaire Murder on like iTunes, and the podcast should pop right up. It's in like its fifth part, I believe, right now. And uh, you know, it's 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 just getting to the point now with with that series where. Um, you know, this guy was locked up in jail for now, like over 20 years, and uh, he may have not committed this murder. And, um, you know, and uh, I was talking to the, the, the gentleman's daughter and, you know, some of the family members, and they, they were all just so awesome. And, um, you know, it, it makes me think, you know, if, if this guy that's in jail raised this type of family, I, you know, on top of all the evidence, because it's all circumstantial, you just have to find out for yourself. You have to go over there, find out. There's also a petition on the website that you can sign and, um, you know, and get, uh, get onto the Facebook page too. It's um, just type in freekimkane.com and then the Facebook page will pop up. Give it a share, give it a like, give it a follow, sign the petition. They were, they were awesome people, and, uh, you know, so I sat there with them for a, a little while, you know, had a great time with them, shared some drinks, um, got to know them a little bit better, and, you know, really, I was really sympathizing with them and uh, empathizing. I've, I felt horrible, you know, some of the things that they've had to go through in the past years, but, um, you know, they, it seems like they're taking it with a grain of salt. They're looking at things optimistically, and they're going to keep fighting for, you know, their their family member. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm behind them 110%, and I hope, uh, you know, Sean keeps developing the story, you know, the way he's been developing it. And if you're not into it, get into it. It is good. It is good. Even if just for entertainment purposes, you will be entertained. And, uh, you know, and then... Um, when I was also at the News Junkie meetup, I met, you know, um, you know, people, uh, Brandon from the Big Red Truck Show, and I met Rick and Anthony from um, Entering the Black Hole. And then um, one of my favorite moments was I got to see Mr. Pinkman, 
Uh, and if you're not familiar with Pinkman, he's uh, from 104.1 The Phillips File. He hops onto the news junkie sometimes. I believe that's why he was there for the most part. And, uh, you know, and I was talking to him a little bit, and I'm thinking that he may be able to come over to the studio patio, and I might be able to have him on for a, for an episode. And that was so exciting to me, the fact that he um, that he may or may not be willing to do that. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Oh, motherfucking yeah. And uh, yeah, so look forward. To, I'm looking forward to that. So I hope you guys can too, maybe having him on in the future. And then another person that I was hoping to have on, he wasn't there at the event. But you know, I guess I was just missing him. Uh, Mr. Fritz. Fritz is also from 104.1, the Phillips file. He hops on the news junkie sometimes, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, he has his own podcast, Fort Fritz. And it's so awesome. He creates just like these amazing scenes and with sound effects and the, uh, perfect dialogue. And, you know, it's, it's just really entertaining. It's awesome. It's kind of spooky, too. And uh, it's good. You should check it out, Fort Fritz. But, uh, you know, and I might have him on maybe one day or and maybe some kind of cross blend where he's here and then I go there, you know, whatever. And that would be a lot of fun. And uh, I just uh, I wanted to um, also maybe hopefully have What's the Fuss, Rocky Soka on again. And maybe instead of me going to his studio, he comes here or, you know, whatever. But again, that would be exciting because Rocky from What's the Fuss, another comedy based podcast, they kind of are a little bit um, edgy, you know, um, you know, punk rock, and but they're very good, very good, extreme, but funny, awesome. I love them, and uh, you know, shout out to you guys also. But uh, so there, so there, that was a great event. That was such a great event. It um, it lasted a couple of hours. I thought I was going to show up late. Everybody else did because they had a brunch bus where they went, got brunch, got had some drinks, mimosas, whatever, and then came over. They were like over an hour late, and I was over an hour late, and we all kind of showed up around the same time, so I didn't feel so bad. And I was like, ah, this is gravy, but uh, cool. So um, that was pretty much how my weekend went. But then I go to leave this event, and on my way out, I get a call from my boss telling me oh your store is such a mess i'm if, any, if nobody's familiar um a manager of a food place i'm not going to say names or anything like that um but he said so i'm a manager of a food place so he calls me up on sunday talking about oh your store is such a mess it you know it's everything it, things are thrown around it's a dirty you know one of the smoothie machines are dirty blah 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 and i'm like okay well i come back on tuesday um, so I can, um, maybe do something then, you know, to, to, just to try to move forward from the scenario and, oh no, no, dude, that's not going to work. You took three days off in a row and you didn't clear it with me. Da, 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 da. And the only real response I had to that, which is kind of uh, childish, but I just said, I did tell you, I absolutely did. And, um, uh, and I mean, if you think about it like this, who, who would remember more? Somebody who's been looking forward to it all month like me? I've been looking forward to this all month, working every single day with no breaks. So is it me that's, that, that would remember having that conversation? Because it was all verbal, which of course can be wishy-washy. Or would it be him remembering that conversation, being my boss, uh, you know, manager of managers, and you know, trying to like figure out everybody's personal circumstance. So if he doesn't remember, that's fine. But I told him, I was like, you know, if you don't remember, that's fine. You know, I wouldn't expect you to, you have a lot on your plate, you know, whatever. And I have been looking forward to this for a long time. So wouldn't it make sense that I would remember this? And he's no, man, no, you never told me you're playing a game with me. 
And just to make them feel better also, the way the weeks line up, it's um, Saturday, Sunday, Monday were the three days I took. And, uh, and I haven't mentioned it yet, but Monday was my birthday. Thank you. Thank you. It was a lot of fun on my birthday also. Uh, I got to go out to Disney World. But anyways, um, you know, so he's, I'm telling him, if you think about it like this, the Saturday, Sunday is just the end of one week, and Monday is the beginning of next week. So yeah, it's three days in a row, but it's only two days one week, one day the next week. What's the problem? No, dude, you're you're trying to angle it. You're trying to play a game. You're trying to tell me that you you told me and you didn't and blah blah blah. And this place is so dirty and filthy and da da da. And I mean, this was I was already like from the news junkie event. I had already had a day off for the rare concert, and then I worked before Halloween Horror Nights, and then went to that. So we're talking about like a day and a half in. If the place is dirty, it might have been my employees not doing their jobs, which I was willing to address when I had gotten back there. He's he's not having it. And he's talking about, oh, the numbers have been down lately, blah, blah, blah. And and then he gets a little personal. He says, I probably would have been better off putting my kids in the, in the kiosk to run the store as opposed to you. Yeah, don't say that because he was trying to get personal and used his kids to insult me. He used his children to insult me. They're but 13, 14, maybe 10 years old. So clear, that's a clear shot at me and my management skills. And uh, I told him, I was like, you don't want to do that because if you're going to compare your children to me, then I'm going to take it a step further and actually compare myself to your kids because they will never become anything that I am. I have a potential to become. I was like, they will never be able to live up to any of their full potential. They won't become even half the man that I am. And I told him this too. I was like, because they have to deal with you every single day. I was like, I don't have to deal with you every single day. They do. So there's a, there's a very concrete ceiling on what um potential that they can live up to and uh then he you know went into a, like a crazy cackle laugh like a <laughs> you know what man you know what man i was like ah nah i don't know what i was like you were the one that decided to go there you're the one that's getting personal with it i'm just playing the game that you started so uh you know and then eventually it, it lead it led to my uh termination which i at this point i was totally fine uh, about you know i was just kind of more worried about the reaction I was going to get from my family and my girlfriend, you know, because, um, you know, being jobless, you know, you never know how long that's going to last. And uh, if every, if anybody's looking for a hardworking employee, I am extremely dedicated and I'm probably exactly what your company needs. So just just a little, little shameless, uh, shameless plug for a job out there. <laughs> but yeah, so that's how my weekend ended up wrapping up by getting fired. But, um, you know, and they were trying to make me responsible for why the kiosk or why the store is such a mess. But I got to tell you, um, and I will mention this, I'm not the reason why the fridge doors and freezer doors don't have suction and uh, they stay cracked open. So the drinks get hot and the food doesn't get frozen. I'm not the reason why the oven door is completely rusted off. It rusted off and they never replaced it. I Once I started working there, the sink didn't work. I... I, I I just got fired last week. The sink still doesn't work, and it's been over two years. 
over two years. And then they actually want to sit there and tell health inspectors and stuff that it was um, Hurricane Irma that did it. Now, it's been doing this for a long time. They're a bunch of filthy liars. And if they're trying to make me responsible for why the oven doors rusted, why the fridge and freezer doors suck complete ass, why why the Wi-Fi, it's like a T-Mobile Wi-Fi, cuts in and out and some of the transactions don't go through, again, not my problem. I'm not a technician. It's not my job to fix that. There's random leaks. There's so much miswiring. I've electrocuted myself twice there. And they're going to tell me that it's me that messed up that kiosk. They have never put any money into this place. And they're, they're, they're going to sit there and hold it over my head why the sales are down and why things aren't going well. No, 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 no. That's not me. That's not, I'm not the one that gets that rotting smell from the drain. You know, I didn't cause that. I didn't cause the heat display to only work on one half of it. They, and they, and this is the thing that gets me. They're well aware of all these situations, all of these situations, the heat display, not exactly working, the Wi-Fi cutting in and out, the random leaks, the miswiring, the, 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 the doors not working, the, the place smelling terrible. I'm not the reason for any of it. I'm not the reason why the sink doesn't work. But anyways, that's beside the point. I'm just pleading my case to excuse myself from any bad work that they tried to claim I did because I am a phenomenal employee and I have the confidence to say that. So um, I'm going to take a little bit of a break. I'm going to get into some digi here's. We're going to hit some current news and I will be right back in one minute. Stick around. Thanks. My neck, my back, both hurt. It's wax. What should I do? Ain't got no clue. Can barely stand off. I'm in Orlando. I don't know nobody out here. Man, this sucks. Orlando chiropractor. I just drove by in my truck. I thought, wait a minute. That sounds like something I could really use. I walked up in there in a bad mood. And you know we got it cracking. Hey yo everybody, what's going on? This is a famous Italian boxer, Paul Malginati Tanetti. Um, if you don't know who I am, that's freaking sad. I'm a really famous Italian boxer, but Paul Malginati Tanetti again. Um, just wanted to let you guys know real quick. Uh, funny to informing their Facebook page changed. It's not Facebook.com/slash John Dick Podcast. It's Facebook.com/slash Funny to Informing now. So definitely get your Get, check that out. So, uh, thank you again, Paul Malginati Tanetti, famous Italian boxer. Damn. L tap twice on some ass like grams. Mm. I just fuck. Now, what I'm doing? I'm just pillow talking with a bitch. All right, welcome back to Funny to Informing. I'm John. Um, you know, I'm going to start to get into Digi here. This segment might be a little short, a little bit on the short side. I uh, was kind of rushing to throw some news together, um, and some of it in particular I don't really care to talk about. But you know, it's news. News is news, right? Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed my little story from last week. Um, happy birthday to me, right? Um, no, no, because it was a lot of fun. It was just, you know, it had its one or two bad moments. So it was, but it's whatever. I'm going to take it with a grain of salt and, you know, brush myself off, get up and move on. And, uh, all right. So let's get into Digi here's a little bit. And, uh, did everybody hear that Pence, Hunter Pence, vice president left the Colts 49ers game because, well, I would say, I would say pretty much because Trump told him to. 
um, it was like the they started kneeling before the game, some of them for the national anthem, and you know the fact that even some of them did it made Pence get up, walk out, leave, and um, you know, and like make a statement talking about, oh, we're not going to handle me myself and the president of the United States won't be a uh, you know a part of anything where they disrespect our flag and disrespect our vets and blah blah blah. And clearly, that's not the point of the whole kneeling thing. But again, that'll. I feel like that'll forever be over Pence and Trump's head. Um, like the real purpose of this, they kind of, they try to make it about other things and, you know, but again, I, I, I don't know if you guys have noticed cause the kneeling thing has been going on for a while now and I've been making it a personal point of mine not to mention it. I, um, I'm, I'm very objective and like could actually kind of care less, I guess. And I don't know if that's like heartless of me or whatever, but I really don't care about the kneeling thing. I, uh, you know, I'm still going to watch football. To me, it is it is just football. I never really caught the national anthem before the games anyway. Could give a crap what their views are or why they view. But again, and I'm all about freedom of speech. So, and it kind of works out on both sides where it's like they have the freedom to kneel, make their points, whatever, as long as they're not being violent. They have that right, that freedom of speech. Just as much, though, as everybody else has their freedom of speech to react negatively towards it. You know, because uh, it, this thing came out of nowhere and for no reason, and now all of a sudden is a huge distraction to the sport. And people people go to these football games to forget about work and real life and political views and you know, your your stands on things and blah blah blah. Like, and now you can't even go to a football game to get away from it. And um, and people are like fighting in the stands uh, over these little mundane issues. And it, uh, there's a lot of hostility in the air around the NFL now. I I get that. And I um you know part of me there's a plane flying. I'm just going to ignore it. Um, a part of me thinks that Trump um is a little bit salty because he tried to buy a and get a team in the NFL uh, before you know years years and years and years ago. But uh, and it didn't really pan out. His team kind of sucked and uh they kind of went under so he might be a little bit salty at the nfl for that but um you know other than that some people actually think that this was a stunt pulled by the president and the vice president like because the way you think about it this game was the colts versus 49ers the 49ers were the team that started the kneeling with having colin kaepernick on the team and all of that uh, so some of the like the 49ers players actually think that Pence and Trump put this event together so that they could walk out because it was very clear from the start that the, where the 49ers were going to stand on this issue or kneel on this issue, <laughs> where they're going to stand on the issue. Um, so, and so it's kind of like one of those things where it's just like you knew that this was going to happen and then you get there and you're surprised and you've been planning to come to this game for how long now? And now you knew what you were going to get going to anything um, uh, like related to a 49ers game, especially that one's an obvious one that they were going to do that. Um, So part of people think that they were uh, like planning it ahead. Uh, Pence supports Trump. Trump supports Pence. They all love each other and jack each other off, blah, blah, blah. Um, Moving on. uh, Did you guys hear? And I don't know. I mean, it could be either way but boy scouts are starting to accept girls and and again i said either way because i guess you could even say the girl scouts are accepting boys you know or you could just say that they're blending with each other and you know it's uh so i guess they'll they'll just become like the scouts or you know and um you know they wanted to just kind of um advanced leadership i guess you know and uh especially with like transgender issues going on and stuff like that they wanted to just uh 
just, I guess, to kind of move that out, you know, I've seen reports from CNN and the New York Times and whatever else. uh, So it seems like it's definitely going to be something that's going to happen here soon. And, uh, you know, and it's all for just like to shape the next generation of leaders. And, uh, and I think that's a brilliant idea to have them together. You know, I never really thought that we should have segregated them like anyway from the start, but uh, it wasn't something that I really paid much mind to because it's been like this since the dawn of time. But uh, no, it's good. It's good. It's good. Um, they get to interact with, you know, um, females, get to interact with ma- males and, you know, vice versa. And I think that kind of s- sends the whole transgender transgender thing out the window because now it's like there's just going to be one core group that you go to to, you know, become a Cub Scout or you get your Eagle Scout honor thing. Hold on. It, it's windy. My paper just flew away. Give me one second. All right. Yeah, it's windy out here, so, like, my paper just whoosh, took off on me. Um, and then since I have the headset, I had to take the headset off and run after it. Um, another plane. going to ignore it. Um, so that's kind of cool. I thought that was a really good step forward. Uh, the Boy Scouts are accepting girls or, or vice versa, however you want to look at it. But uh, good stuff out of there. And um, the last digi here I have, I only have three of them today, uh, the USA missed the World Cup qualifier for 2018, and uh, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that's shocking to anybody. I mean, what's the news there? Oh, USA men's soccer still sucks. Like, <laughs> there's not much that anybody can really say about it. I mean, if you want to talk women's soccer, USA all day. I mean, they, their, their women's soccer team pretty much takes over the league uh, or the, you know, the, the international stage. But uh, the USA men's, man, they are just not that great. Um, You know, last week, uh, like a week ago today, they beat um, Panama for nothing. And that was they needed that because them and Panama were on the same amount of points. So that was just to try to get a little bit closer. But uh, still didn't work out because um, like uh, a day or two before that or no, a month before that, excuse me, they tied Honduras. You know, so it was, you know, one oh and one, but um, just in the recent games. But yes, like recently they lost to Trinidad and Tobago. USA lost to Trinidad and Tobago two to one and uh, didn't pick up any points there. Didn't get onto the top of the group and missed. And again, to me, that's uh, really not that surprising. It's really, really not. They're not um, they're not that good. They're still trying to. uh you know, get um, their team formulated, I would assume. They have um, the one really good player. He's like 19 years old. What's his name? Uh, USA Soccer, 19-year-old. His name is kind of hard to say. Uh, That's why Christian Pulisic. Christian Pulisic. Is that his name? Yeah, Pulisic. Pulisic. I don't know. But he's 19 years old, and he's phenomenal he is really really good um so that's going to be something that the usa has to look forward to men's soccer wise in the future but as of right now uh usa men's soccer still sucks uh boy scouts are taking girls and pence walked out of a game that i feel like he knew he was going to walk out of uh with the colts and 49ers and the kneeling before the national anthem uh all right and um it looks like my cousin's going to be here any second um you know he was Coming back to the States, he moved here officially uh, from South Korea. He's lived there for seven years. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to talk to him, get a little bit of a, a culture 
a culture lesson, you know, and uh, just try to figure out what uh, all is going on over there and what type of energy uh, is coming out of South Korea, especially being right there from North Korea. It's uh, I can only imagine how dangerous that is. And um, I kind of want to talk to him about what made him want to come back and everything like that. And uh, we're going to be right back in about a minute or so. Stick around. Hello. Hello. Is there anybody in there? Just not if you can hear me. Is there anyone home? Come on, come on now. I hear you reeling down. Well, I can ease your pain and get you. Hey guys, it's John. Just wanted to let you guys know real quick. If you go to facebook.com slash funny to informing, you guys will be able to interact with us a little bit. Um, if you guys have any messages for us that you guys want us to convey onto the show, we can do that for you guys. Or if you guys just want to pop in and say hi, that's the way to get a hold of us. And we hope that you guys keep enjoying everything that we're doing. So welcome back, but um, this segment's going to be extremely short because I wanted to uh, explain myself a little bit. My cousin was supposed to come over. We were supposed to chat about South Korea and the culture and, you know, why he went over there and why he left and, you know, the opportunities that they offered and the similarities and everything like that. But I messed up, did not get the recording, um, didn't get it on record. We were drinking a lot, so we were probably pretty sloshed. Um, so I didn't get any of it, and I deeply apologize. Um, you know, maybe in the future I can be able to, you know, get information from him to just relay. But uh, you know, and I wasn't going to make him just repeat everything all over again. That would have made no sense. That would have been a super struggle. And um, yeah, and there's not really anything else to say about it. I uh I'm pretty bummed out but you know I've uh I haven't made that mistake too many or only like once before so you know I mean and I know it happens to most people so I'm just going to uh suck it up deal with it apologize to you guys for that and um yeah and then I hope you guys catch the show uh next week there's going to be two of them out next week probably Tuesday and Friday instead of Monday and Friday cuz this one's going to be going out Sunday but uh yeah, I hope you guys will uh, still listen, and uh, I appreciate everybody who lends me their ears. And um, thank you guys so much. Uh, take care. Peace. Peace.